You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. Everybody, and welcome to another edition of a new Nintendo Podcast XL. As always, I'm your host, Brandon Hoff, uh, for the Indie Source Podcast Network. Uh, and joining with us today is returning guest. That's right. Hey, they've been here before. Uh, please welcome back to the show, Tyler. Hey, hey, thanks for having me back, Tyler. I appreciate it. I'm glad to have you back. It has been too long. In fact, I think almost a year since the last time we've recorded. Yeah, uh, it had to have been, right? Yeah, you, me, almost, and, uh, and Gare Bear. Yeah, almost. I want to say almost to the day. Wow. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look into that actually because it's been. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's been a hot minute. People listening to this episode, you got to check that one out. Uh, me, Brandon, uh, Gary chat about Paper Mario, and that was a good time. Yes, definitely one of my favorite. Yes, in fact, it was exactly it was a year ago today that we that we recorded no. the episode. Yes, no way. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's too much to be coincidence. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have to say this is fate at this point. Fate, huh? Did I mean that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, Tyler, what are we what are we talking about today here on this year? Um, podcast? so I was I was originally I wanted to come on and talk about my favorite game of 2019, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, that we started talking, and I think it's kind of branched into just kind of new gen Fire Emblem, starting from Awakening. Am, am I am I wrong in assuming that? No, I think that's that's the angle that we'll we'll primarily touch upon Fire Emblem Three Houses, but I think for sure I that's the goat. That's the I, goat. I th- it is certainly the the best of all the modern Fire Emblems, but mm-hmm. to kind of get to that point, I think it's fair and probably we probably should touch upon each uh, iteration of a Fire Emblem, uh, especially starting with Fire Emblem Awakening. Yeah. Um, especially because uh, Fire Emblem Awakening, um, didn't you play that recently? I did. Yeah, I, I did play it recently. So I played Three Houses is actually the first full beginning to end Fire Emblem game I've ever played. And then, you know, I looked into it. Polygon actually has a hilarious video just chronicling all of the Fire Emblem characters. Because there's just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Oh, yeah. And that's when I was kind of introduced to, oh, okay, so new gen... Uh, 
don't have to de- permadeath sort of like the new style started with awakening so i had to pick it up um wario wario 64 and, and all his um <laughs> glory uh you know in in times of of cash surplus and and the opposite of such uh provided a a fantastic deal on picking it up on amazon so Ooh. couldn't resist and beat it in two weekends uh-huh. um that's... The only thing keeping me from beating it in, in a shorter amount of time is life responsibilities. And if I could just cut those out, I'd have more time for video games. At... But uh, two weekends. I highly agree. If I had no responsibilities and, had, <laughs> and didn't have to work about worry about working, I probably would just be playing. Uh, I mean, i got to pay for these video games somehow, I guess, yeah, right? exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so... Let's dive. Let's just get into Fire Emblem Awakening. Just look, some quick let's facts it. Uh, about it. It was obviously uh, developed by Intelligent Systems, mm-hmm. uh, who is also known for, <laughs> funnily enough, Paper Mario. Uh, Yay! <laughs> so uh, maybe it is a. Uh, it's crazy. Um, face. Intelligent I, Systems is not paying us. No, by the way, no, we're, they should. They're just uh, a second slash third party developer that works for Nintendo that I love a lot. Um, But Fire Emblem Awakening, uh, developed by Intelligent Systems, released in uh, North America on uh, February 4th, 2013. Japan, obviously, almost a year earlier, April 12th, Mm. 2012. Um, If you don't know what Fire Emblem is, it is essentially a uh, tactical role playing game uh, where you. Uh, control characters um, typically there is like a main character already kind of put in place but Fire Emblem Awakening as far as I remember and was the first one that I ever played and as far as I know you know maybe somebody can correct me if I'm wrong but it's the first one where you create your own avatar again I'm not 100% certain about that but um, I think you're right it, I think you're right I feel like there's always been another character that uh, you you always played as in, in previous. So this, mm-hmm. um, Tyler, so you've played this one really recently, so I'm sure a yeah. lot of it's really fresh in your mind. Absolutely. Uh, this one really introduces a lot of mechanics uh, that have honestly become staples within the, the Fire Emblem uh uh, games, uh, not all of them, but like some of them have only lasted maybe a couple, but like this sure. one, especially like, uh, I guess of all the new stuff that it co- kind of introduced, like, why don't you, why don't you walk us through real quick? Just kind of what maybe some of that stuff was, uh, that, that it introduced for the first time in this game or it, yeah. it's just kind of known for. Yeah. Um, I guess turning off permadeath, right. Is, is that one of them? Yes. I don't know if this is like a, a quiz here, but I, but no, no, uh, no, 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 it's not a quiz. It's just based, <laughs> off, based off what you remember. Like, yeah. So turning off permadeath, um, cause, cause that's what, you know, Fire Emblem is really known for before this from the Game Boy games all the way up through the GameCube ones. Um, you know, you got your main character and then you got this like band of, of soldiers and mages and all these crazy people that come and join you on your crazy journey. And if they die in battle, then they die in real life. It's like Freddy Krueger. Um, 
and uh, they finally turned it off for for wussies like me who get sad when you know uh, people die. We'll get we'll get to that in Fire Emblem Three Houses, but uh, uh, super happy um, that they they turned that off, which it makes it a little bit easier, at least on my conscience. Um, it other def- stuff. It's to- oh sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say like so that was primarily a reason why I didn't really I wasn't into Fire Emblem that much sure. is because of permadeath. Uh, I tried playing uh, Fire Emblem, uh, one of the GBA ones, um, mm-hmm. and it's it's good. But the problem is, is I didn't want anybody to die. So right. if I, you know, if somebody died, then <laughs> you know you would either have to turn your game off, start yeah. over from the beginning of the battle, um, or like be constantly saving after every move that you made um and maybe end up starting the battle over again anyway so it makes the game for me and some people they love it like that's how they want to do it and i get it yeah Um, Yeah. so people like the the hard mode yeah just go hard mode all the time i'm a perfectionist and if i make like one wrong move in the battle i'll be like oh do i start over because i meant to turn left here instead of turn right yeah uh i'm happy for it (laughs) yep uh, and so one of the this this idea of the time was actually really really controversial because oh. people were so used to the idea of like permadeath like this is such a core thing of fire it's, the def- it's it's what defines it yeah. <laughs> death finality so, <laughs> so like <laughs> taking that away makes it not as good which I disagree I think it makes the game yeah. way more accessible. Uh, and the fact that they've kept it since since then is something I definitely do appreciate. Yeah, uh, and you could turn it off and on. I mean, if you really want to go hard mode, leave it off. Let yeah. your people die. That's fine. But don't take joy away from it, all of us wussies. No, no absolutely not. Um, but, yeah, what I mean, what else is this game? Like, I guess some, maybe some of the new stuff that it introduced. Um... I, you know, I, I haven't played a lot of the older ones, so I don't know if it, you know, if this was introduced. But uh, uh, is is the kind of, for lack of a better term, the dating element, the the baby creation, something that's new in this yeah, one? Yeah. Or so, has that always been a thing? So, so making support characters, uh, that that's been a staple of of most Fire oh. games, uh, as far as I'm aware. Uh, but like the dating aspect and pairing people up, like that was that was new um mm-hmm. and along with the fact that like uh you do that by pairing people up you get their future children um <laughs> which did make its return in fire emblem fates uh oh, hell yeah so so like the dating sim aspect of it uh was new and it won a lot of people over like this really uh, yeah so fire emblem awakening is sort of what broke through uh to the like gaming mainstream uh wow because fire emblem prior to that as far as i'm concerned was just like a game like for hardcore like tactical rpg people like yeah um if you weren't down with permadeath then you ain't down with fire emblem type <laughs> people um but no I, th- I feel like this this game really broke through that barrier and mm. it's like not only is it regarded as one of the best Fire Emblem games, uh, it's also like 
one of the best sold. Um, like it has sold like over mm-hmm. a million copies worldwide. So people people like this game a lot, and <laughs> and a lot of people have played it, and mm-hmm. like it's to the point where like they've imported some of the characters from it to Smash Bros. You know? Yeah. So I know that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> along with <laughs> along with like fifty other Fire characters, but I'm right personally. I'm okay with that, but that's yeah. Per- hey, personally, I'm okay with that too. Uh, but but saying that, I'm I'm also fully realizing this might be the most controversial episode of New Nintendo Podcast XL. Yeah, because <laughs> there's a lot of haters. There's yeah. a lot of Fire Emblem haters out oh, there. Oh yeah, pe- there are people who do not like Fire Emblem, and I don't get it. Couldn't be me because uh, yeah, right. especially Fire Emblem Awakening, like this is what got me like really into the series. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely you know was really absorbed into the story and that's the thing too is like i think they put a a little more thought into the story of this one um Mm -hmm. as not that they did in the past ones like they're they're all like set in high fan it's like high fantasy and like usually deal dragons yeah dragons and some sort of like uh you know sword and xyz and blah 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 and you know so there's always some there's some kind of kingdoms fighting and there's always something going going on right just always something going on um but (laughs) man like this this game has a lot of great characters and just like the voiceover work isn't is incredible and yeah no like I mean, there's a reason why you played it in two weekends, essentially. Like, <laughs> of course, yeah. I, I think you really hit the no, the the nail on the head here. Um, did I say that right? Doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> um, the, it's it's the writing, it's the characters, it's the it, it, and even even the plot is fine. The plot for all the games, they're fine. You know, it's it's pretty pretty standard plots. You know, just kind of like yeah. two kingdoms fighting or the church is fighting. You know. It, that's fine. What I really love is the the relationships between the characters, um, and this is beyond the, the quote unquote dating aspect of it. It's, yeah. it's um, you know just kind of the stories within the stories and and finding out who these characters really are, and that's really what kind of attaches you to them. Uh, probably is what makes the permadeath so devastating, and why I, I can't I can't turn it on, but. Um, um, it, it's really just kind of that 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 really intricate you know, the, the father daughter relationship in uh, fire emblem awakening and, and um, you know, just, just kind of the relationships throughout the whole series is, is, is what really drives it for me. Yeah. And that's the thing too, is like what makes, I think the modern ones really good in that sense is because Mm -hmm. you, you essentially um, are the master of your own fire emblem universe in the sense that like right. you, you help create these, uh, these moments, like, uh, how, mm-hmm. however you end up pairing your characters off and not just for like, you know, dating purposes or whatever, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, uh, do it like, cause you, you can pair people up with like friends and like have like watch that right. kind of story play out and stuff too. Mm-hmm. And I think this game really fleshed that out. And really made it something like truly unique and special, um, mm-hmm. and you know, story's fine. It's good. Uh, 
since we're covering essentially like the three main and I'll, I'll, I'll touch on shadows of Valencia, which is a remake of fire emblem two, which okay. I have feelings on um, <laughs> about it. Fair. Uh, but um, the, the thing is, is like, I don't know. It's just so good. So, so I'm going to ask about each game. Uh, sure. Tyler, who was your person that you set yourself up with? <laughs> that's 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 such a funny question. It's it's also kind of an awkward question. I turned my I turned my sister on to three houses when uh, she and her boyfriend came to visit for a few weeks after COVID was over and all that. Yeah. Um. And I you know I, I introduced her to the game and she she beat three houses in in uh, two weekends as well. Um. And, and that was her first question to me, which it's kind of an awkward question to to answer for your baby sister, but um. <laughs> In uh, <laughs> especially Awakening, uh, Awakening, I paired off with Tharja. Hey, my my guy, because that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly. I went for the the creepy mage goth. Chick. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> went for the goth I, girlfriend. I have no shame. There is a uh, <laughs> there is a Tharja like action figure statue like. Thing I know. That, I've seen it. I think yeah. you've shown it to me. Yeah, I, <laughs> I want it, and I regret not purchasing it because now it's a, it's prohibitively expensive, and I will never own it. But that's okay. Um, <laughs> that no. would be shameful to put that kind of money down. Now, yeah, now it would because like legit. Same with like the Camilla one. Uh, uh, it's like a thousand bucks, and like oh, so l- yeah. Listen, listen I, <laughs> I I'm down bad, but I ain't down that bad. <laughs> Secret respect to anyone who picks that up. Yeah, <laughs> especially at like, I mean, if you got the money, I mean, go for it, but not not me. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, like, I think if you've never played a Fire Emblem game and you're curious about the series and maybe you don't want to pick it up for Switch because it's $60, but you mm. still want to play a Fire Emblem game, highly Damn. suggest uh, checking out Fire Emblem Awakening. Uh, Absolutely. It either is on sale or goes on sale sometimes still. Um, I think at this point, like, you could even probably find it used for a fairly good price. That is if people want to part with it, uh, which not a lot of yeah. people do. But um, I highly, highly recommend, especially if you've never played uh, a Fire Emblem game, um, great introduction to the series great mm-hmm. introduction to the whole like to the modern like series as a whole in general so um but basically like and this is what this was not expected so like they, they came out with this game you know 2012 2013 yeah you know we figured uh we'll probably not you know see another fire emblem game for a while a while Mm, we um, got wrong. We did. We did. We did because uh, <laughs> not even you know two three years later, um, in in Japan, uh, it was released on June twenty fifth. Uh, in in America, it was February nineteenth, twenty sixteen. Uh, both both Birthright and Conquest. So Fire Emblem did did something that it's never done in the series before or or since. Um, they pull the pull po- Pokemon. They pull the Pokemon on us. Yeah, it's like you get, you get the birthright or you get the conquest. Now the way that they 
build these games as was that like birthright is the slightly easier of the two and conquest is supposed to be like the harder uh the harder game honestly they they play the same there's no (laughs) to me to me it's no like it, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter right uh it's 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 basically the same and they also came with a third version uh, which has the quote-unquote true ending uh, revelations a month later. Um, so what you could do... True ending? What's, uh, what's the true ending? Like, it's different from the original games? So here's here's the thing. It, it kind of pulls a uh, a three houses in that, like... Uh. So, like, when you, when you have either version... So I want to preface that, like, if you buy, like, Birthright or Conquest, you can buy the other game for only 20 bucks. Oh, which nice. is which is nice. Same with Revelation. That's also additional. Like it's DLC. It's another twenty bucks. So essentially, you're paying the price of another 3DS game, but you have three games. So I mean, altogether, uh, you're spending like roughly eighty bucks, um, which, in my opinion, is that's worth hours it. of content. Yeah. yeah, like you, like I think I put a lot of time in like just this game as a whole, um, but depending on you, you make a choice at the beginning and you they so they do a lot of in awakening uh influences this game a lot uh, i will nice. say in my opinion i think the story is better they get like a manga writer to help write it and i think oh, like you know they really expand upon this the story and like there's a lot of really good story elements and i, I think it's really good not that awakening cool. is bad but i really do think that this no. one's really i think they really knock it out of the park in my opinion but basically you are uh you make a choice between siding with your supposed birthright family or the family that you had been raised by and mm, your chosen uh, family yeah so depending on that will determine how the game goes revelation uh you decide not to uh and this is like a very minor spoiler but you decide to uh not side with either side and um, other shenanigans happen and then that kind of triggers the quote unquote true ending uh and so this you is see like, things this, for how they really are yeah for how yeah. like how it should be but it's uh-huh. um it also has uh some some really nice like different modes that haven't necessarily though i feel like in a way it has influenced fire emblem uh in some ways but not totally so like there is beyond just uh playing the game itself Mm -hmm. uh you know like doing the chapters and the battles and stuff you have like a little fortress uh which it's kind of like it's like animal crossing light um (laughs) nice uh in the sense that like so you have like this fortress and you like help build it like over time and like you're able to like you have like a little like house for yourself and you there are like shops and stuff and like your characters are on there uh, on the map and um, like you can build the fence for it and Aww. like there's like a lot of like customization for it um, which I think is is really nice and, and neat and kind of really gives it a different like vibe to the game. Um, yeah, that's awesome. And uh of course, uh romancing your characters and pairing them off, it's back in a it's back baby <laughs> in a in a major way. So like it's 
it's all here. Uh, all the all the stuff that made Fire Emblem Awakening good is is back in this one. So nice. That's and I think that's what makes it really good is uh-huh. that there's a lot of content and like say in one playthrough you pair some people up, but the other one you want to do it differently. Well. It, Mm-hmm. it gives you incentive to play the other playthroughs because you're essentially playing a different story, play with different characters, X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. Ah. Uh, and you're able to like kind of do things a little differently, which kind of, which makes it really good. Um, I, I love this game. Uh, it is a, like one of my favorite 3ds games of all time. Nice. Um, uh, like I said, the story's just a little bit better. I feel like they, they took what worked about Fire Emblem Awakening and really, like, just turned it up a notch and just, like, really, really, like, uh, knocked out of the park. It critically nice. did, oh, like, it did fine. It got, like, solid, like, 8s and 9s and, like, 9.5s and stuff. Um, that, that's pretty good in this day and age, though. Reviews, yeah. yeah. So, um, and from the, like a sales standpoint, like it's it's sold over a million copies um, of all time. Like at at this point, like they're like so people were really ate up for this. Uh, although yeah. apparently, it's uh, I guess I'm reading on it now, and it looks like Birthright was the better selling version. Over conquest. Now I bought conquest, and there's a reason why I bought conquest. Is uh, <laughs> for is for my girl Camilla, who, <laughs> if you don't know, you I'm sure you've seen her. Uh, yep. She is this uh, voluptuous, uh, <laughs> uh, Wervin, uh rider. So she rides a dragon, carries an axe, and like is mm. a badass. Um, but says some some weird stuff and this this game actually got a little bit of controversy for a few for a few reasons uh tyler so there is a um there's an option to marry a character of the same sex um in that's a lame controversy in in revelation which isn't that's not the controversy but there's okay so you can you can marry them that's that's not the issue the issue is because these characters specifically go after the same sex you can trick them in in going after uh, a different set like you so like say there's like a female character you can uh-huh. trick her essentially um into falling in love with you and oh. not not great there's a little there's some there's a little bit of a scuzzy scuzziness to this care to, yeah. to this game a little bit um but and there was another thing too where people which they they kind of botched it a little in the the fire emblem uh in the in the english version of this game so you can invite people over to your house within this castle and in the Japanese mm-hmm. game, you could like, <laughs> oh, no. you could like rub them like oh, with your no. stylus and like they would blush <laughs> and stuff. Um, now in, in also like Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it, it kind of was like that, that uh, where you could like 
pet your Pokemon in like X and Y and stuff. It was, yeah. but like way more gross and creepy, um, yeah. which like people weren't necessarily down for. And so they got a little bit of criticism for that. I certainly like, I'm kind of glad that they <laughs> took, like, I'm glad that they took away that. Um, yeah, of course. Which like good. Uh, although like you can still like invite people over to your house and like have conversations with them. And it shows like a scene of their like hearts getting bigger. Cause you're trying essentially what it is. It's like, you're trying to romance them or like grow your relationship with them. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, but so like <laughs> you could, you, if you look up any kind of controversies about this game, like that's the stuff that you're going to find out that stuff aside. Um, I'm not saying you should sweep it under the rug, but at the same time, like, sure. it's not like you don't have to participate in that stuff, uh, and yeah. to still enjoy the game. And I highly like, it's another one of those situations where like, man, if you loved Fire Emblem Awakening and want more of that, plus some like cool like castle building and um dlc which there's dlc for fire fire emblem awakening 2 um mm-hmm. which uh also was the first fire emblem to have dlc so like another kind of check new new thing for that as well so mm-hmm. um like it was just such a such a time such a really great time to be a fire emblem fan around those like years um like just oh man i i love then they added byleth to smash and And, it was all over and they (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then people were extremely upset (laughs) because byleth (laughs) came to smash and because because they already had robin Uh from awakening they already had corin from uh from this game Uh, and chrome and they had yeah they had chrome and uh, they had Lucina, Lucina, and they already had Marth and uh, Ike and uh, Roy. Roy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, people were like, en- they looked at Sakura and they said, enough. Um, <laughs> but I look deserve it, though. We'll I get to it. So like, so uh, Tyler, like. Sure. How, like, I know because you just played uh, Awakening, like, I guess how interested are you in, like, picking this one up? Like, I know you said that you would eventually, but, like, do you feel like this is, like, oh, I got to play this one soon? Or, like, oh, oh I'll check yeah. it out. 100%. I, you know, I, 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 now I have to get all three of them. So I was, I was thinking about getting the easy one because, you know, as you mentioned, you know, they had the easy one, they had the hard one, and then Revelations. And then there was another one. Like you said, that was a remake of, of number two. Okay, right? so let's let's talk about that one a little bit. Uh, sure. So that came out um, within that came out in uh, like a, a year after Fire Emblem Fates, and mm-hmm. it is it is a remake of Fire Emblem Gaiden uh, or Gaiden, uh, which was the second one in the, in the series, uh, which had never come to America. Um, What's interesting and cool about this game is essentially there are two characters that you play as. Uh, mm-hmm. You either play as Alm or Cecilia. Uh, they have these two different routes that they go through, and eventually they do intersect and meet up uh, for the climax and all that stuff. And it's a very solid Fire Emblem game, and it incorporates uh, like a dungeon crawling aspect of it. 
Um, oh, cool. Which is kind of nice, and it's in 3D. So, like, that's that's good, and that's all fine. And I think, like, I, I don't – I do do not think it's a bad game by any means. Sure. Uh, it uh, ha- like has a lot of cool things about it. Uh, it had, even had some cool amiibo that came with it uh, of Almond uh, uh, Celica. I call her Cecilia. Uh, Celica was, is her <laughs> name. Um, and, and it's a pretty good game. The my issue is that like they don't necessarily so like what makes Fire Emblem Awakening and uh, Fates really good isn't really there in uh, Shadows of Valencia. Got it. Which. Is it the source materials? Is it just because it's it's I don't, a little old and probably a little more basic? I don't think it's necessarily the, the source material because I think the source material, like, they're able to, like, um, they're, like, able to, you know, make it into something really nice. The, and the, the mm-hmm. other thing, too, is, like, they, they do away with the weapon triangle. Uh, so, Ooh. like, that's not in there as well. So it makes combat a little difficult at times and mm-hmm. um yeah there's probably you know what i i do think that there are some like elements that they took from the old game that maybe hasn't like aged as super oh. well um but i do like again i think it was at a time where fire Emblem was hot and people sure. were really into it and i certainly loved it and i wanted more so i was like well yeah absolutely i want to play this uh um, right and I think, like, it's more of, like, if you want more Fire Emblem, go ahead and play it. I think it's fine. But yeah. if you don't go in expecting, like, uh, another Fire Emblem Awakening or Fates kind of experience, because you're just not going to get that. Like, there is a little bit of support uh, in there, but it's not, like, to the point where you can pair people up and it's, like, a, a dating sim kind of thing. And that's the gotcha. thing. A lot of people play these games for that reason like because they want wow. they want to pair people up that's that's what made like awakening and fates popular in the, in the first place uh-huh. so you take that aspect out of it and make it more of a hardcore game it's not going to be as accessible uh that makes sense but i do think that it's again if you're you're hungry for more and you've already played some other Fire Emblems, give it a shot. I I, I, yeah. I don't think, like, um, it, this one scored roughly around, like, you know, upper sevens, eights. Some people gave it a nine even. Uh, oh. So, like, people like this one a fair amount, but definitely not yep. nearly as much as, like, the other two. Um, but, yeah, like, Fire Emblem Fates, cannot recommend that one enough, uh, especially if you played Awakening and want more of that plus even mm-hmm. more then that's the one to play um so what you're thinking about getting like all three of those now or i guess like uh, see see now 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 i'm having a hard time deciding because like i said i was i was thinking about going with the easier one but then you said the harder one not really harder they're about the same difficulty and that one looks like it has the cooler characters uh, including your favorite character so <laughs> might <laughs> might have to go with that one uh, 
yeah i mean honestly like that's another thing that did it for me is like aesthetically i like the darker con- the, like conquests more they're like more gothy yeah. and based on like vampires and stuff whereas like um i almost call it awakening uh con no conquest Fates. is the one uh what is what am i trying to think of I know it's Fire Emblem Fates, but which one is it? It's uh oh, Birthright. That's the one. Birthright. That, uh, yeah, that yeah, one yeah. has a more like samurai, like Japanese aesthetic, which is cool. Uh, it's just like of the two, I definitely like the darker, more brooding one a little bit more. Um, Fair. But I think I think like in their own right, they're both great games to play. And then Revelation mm-hmm. is also a good like. Again, you can get hours and hours of entertainment out of these games. Um, uh, you just might be dropping maybe eighty dollars, and I don't. If you don't necessarily <laughs> want to do that right away, I understand. Um, yeah. Playing any either one uh, is totally fine. Um, the way that I felt was like I got Conquest, and then I was like, oh, I want to play Birthright next because yeah. I want to keep playing this game. Makes um, sense. But all this leads to the next, and in my opinion just best fire emblem game of all time like uh of what one you of the played, best games of all time i'd even argue it is it is up there i would say it's one it's easily one of the best switch games like to me oh yes yes to me this is a must own um fire emblem three houses uh which was mm-hmm. released on the nintendo switch worldwide so this was the first fire emblem game uh not counting uh uh like Fire Emblem Warriors and stuff like that. But the first mm-hmm. one that was released worldwide for everybody on July 26, Perfect. 2019. Uh, I got this on my birthday that year. Um, Great birthday present. It was. And it made that day a little better because I had just went to a funeral on my oh, birthday, God, <laughs> which was soul crushing. But Fire Emblem I'm sorry. Uh, made it a little better. It's it's okay. It was so this one was also developed by Intelligent Systems and Koi Tecmo. There they had some Koi Tecmo staff on it, which I think oh. is is interesting and I think helps with the overall um aesthetic of this game. So mm-hmm. so Tyler, this is the this is the game that you initially came to me asking that this is yeah. the one you want to talk about. So I kinda want you to take uh the wheel on this a little bit. Sure. Um so first off, like, I guess of all it, cause I asked this to Will and a few other people, like of all the games that you wanted to bring, like why this one, like, what is it about this particular game that just really like has you jazzed? Um, I think it's the replay value. It's, you know, you talked about how, uh, with the, with the other two fire emblem games, it's like, right when you finished one, you had to pick up the other. With this one, it's similar. They're they're not as greedy and releasing many different versions, but it's like you finish one route, one house in the game, and it's like, God damn, I got to just hit reset and play through the other one. And that coupled with all of the different characters that you kind of want, you know, you didn't feel like you developed a great relationship with them the first time, um, and, and you really want to deep dive into it now that you're in the house with them and you're their teacher. Um, it... <sighs> And and just the fact that it's a great story, you know, it, it's kind of, um, you know, a lot of a lot of tropes, like like a lot of the Fire Emblem stories. But it's just like, 
it's so fascinating the deeper you get and, and the more you uncover within it. Um, when I first saw the preview for this game, I was like, this looks like anime Hogwarts. Like, I, this was before I even played Fire Emblem or anything like that. And then uh, Will, uh, you know, the the doofus you had on your Kid Icarus Uprising episode, <laughs> um, reviewed it on our podcast, Radish, and, you know, just talked about it. And it sounded interesting enough for me to pick up. And it's like, it, it was just one of those games that you just get enwrapped in it from the beginning. It, it, it took no time for me to be like, okay, yeah, I'm putting in 20 plus hours. Um, God, it ended up being so much more than that. But you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it, shit, it was a good game. Like I said, my most favorite game, my favoriteest, most favorite game of 2019. And uh, just, just a fantastic series. It is definitely the best game I played that year. It is also one of my top played games on my Switch. I think I have uh, about 160 hours into it. Nice. Um, because, like you said, the replay va- uh, uh, ability of this game is insane. Yep. So, um, Tyler, let's, let's, let's sort of like set the scene of like what this game sure. is. Because it's not... Yes, it is a tactical RPG at its core, but it's so much mm-hmm. more than that. Like, there's yeah. a whole, like, um, aspect of it where you are, you have, like, you start out at the, at the school. And yeah. uh, without giving, I mean, there's not, I, I really like the story, so I, I'm not going to, like, speak too much on it. Uh, sure. But you end up becoming a, a, a teacher uh, for one of the three houses, uh, so you have the blue lions, the black eagles, and uh, the golden deer, and then later in DLC, but that's a whole different thing. That Cinder Shadows, <laughs> which is like the secret fourth house, but that's the Ashen Wolves. That's like a whole different thing, but which mm-hmm. is cool in itself. Uh, oh, one hundred percent. But and highly, worth the money. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, you choose the students, and then like for the first half of the game, you are essentially like getting your professor rank up. So yeah. You sp- and, and, and working with your students to make sure they're improving. Yeah. And it's like, you're helping them like as a, as a, as a professor, like helping them like grow their stats and you can focus on certain people. And there's like things that you can do, like, bes- like you can teach a class, you can, fish you can uh, <laughs> yeah. uh go to the church for some choir practice if you want to yeah. level some people up in like a specific like skill uh and get their like skill better usually it's like with healing and like you know like white magic and stuff like that in that regard mm-hmm. um you can go to like there's like a sparring uh room that you can go to and have people do um you can talk to pit all the students against each other. Yeah. You can pit the students against each <laughs> other. Uh, you can like, there's side quests that you do and there's like items and stuff that you can bring. Like, there's just like so much that you can do. It's the yeah. first real fire emblem where it feels like, cause you're walking around in, in a 3d environment and like interacting with the characters. Um, yeah. and, and, and the teachers too. Um, and you're with this, you're able to like really befriend, uh, a lot of recruitable, recruitable characters and sure. have them end up joining your class as it were, which is, which is really nice. Um, what makes this game replayable 
is not only that there's multiple routes. So when you start over, you start over at the beginning and it's like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta go through the first half. Cause the first half it's the same. Like it's pretty <laughs> much the same. No, it's a lot of story yeah. too. It's a good story, but it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. And so, but what makes that a little more bearable is they give you a bunch of these like uh, achievement points after beating the game. You start a new mm-hmm. game plus, and it's like basically everything you you've unlocked is already there. Um, yeah, it's so nice for the most part. And so, like, you're able to sort of like if you've already had these like relationships with these characters in a previous run, you can use these points to like bring your professor level up. Uh, or bring some of these like relationships up and like you're able to recruit more people. I, I played it so much that I got it to a point where basically I can just recruit everybody from every house <laughs> right away. Let's create a super house. Uh, essentially. Yeah. Um, there's only certain characters that you can't recruit uh, from each house. And it's usually the uh, like the right hand person um, uh. with the, ex- there's one exception. And that exception is uh, the uh, I'm trying I'm looking her up right now. So, uh, but it's I want to say it's Claude's uh, it's Claude's like right hand person. Uh, Hilda. I, yes. So you, she's the exception. You can actually recruit her. Um, oh, nice. Uh, but only like you have to like start right away basically gotcha um she's a very beloved character yes, in the game so it yeah. makes sense that she's hard to recruit yeah but you're able to get her um you can't do hubert uh he is uh he is makes an sense. edelgard uh person until he dies same with dimitri like he is uh he is um your boys he goes crazy yeah <laughs> He's he's his dude's. Uh, I'm trying to remember his name. Oh, Felix. Felix. He's Felix's dude until he dies. So, mm. like, um, you know, like there's, uh, you can't those you can't recruit those characters. But besides that, you're able to recruit pretty much everybody else possible for the most part. And, uh. So the big there's a big thing that happens uh, that causes the the story to diverge, and depending on yep. what what route you you go, um, you know the story changes pretty pretty dramatically. Um, and so, Tyler, what was the what was the first route you did? One hundred percent golden deer from the get, which I honestly kind of regret. Because you, I, I feel like the main story, the main one you get the most out of is uh, um, Edelgard's house, the Black Eagle. Yeah, the Black Eagle house. That, I feel like that's the main story. Um, you were talking about like true ending, you know, for for the last series. I feel like um, the Black Eagle house, you get kind of like. You get the story one way, just, you know, two kingdoms fighting each other. Uh, This is the reason why my kingdom's good and that kingdom's bad. Then you do the Blue Lions, and you get really a lot of kind of backstory on the the Black Eagles uh, route. Uh, you're 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 on the other side fighting them, so you get the other side's story, and, and you and you learn some other stuff about the other house. Then you do the Golden Deer, 
And I feel like that one is the one that's like you're seeing the true story here, a true third party looking at everything and realizing how bad everything is. Yeah. Uh, which is a fantastic, like it's fantastic, but uh, uh, definitely if, if you're going to play it multiple times, I'd save Golden Deer. But I chose Golden Deer because I feel like that would be the house that I'd join the most. Uh, that's definitely the Hufflepuff of, of, of the group, the, uh, the, the eccentrics. So uh, I, I definitely had to join that one. Yeah, and honestly, like, it was one of my favorite houses to play, um, for sure. Like Claude is so charming. I, I say Claude, the the leader of the house, the archer guy. <laughs> there, he's 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 a ladies' man, and and honestly, he has my heart yeah. as well. Um, he's a real a real handsome, real handsome lad, <laughs> and um, not that they aren't like they all are. Uh, <laughs> honestly, oh God, all of them. <laughs> uh, everyone who, and just about everybody's romanceable. Yeah, and and. You, you as a the player character, I I believe. I think you can do same sex. Yeah, you can. Which which is can. which is huge. So like, yeah. this is huge for for like a Japanese game like like this. That makes sense. Um, which like, not that Japan's not necessarily open to like like uh, you know, LGBTQ, but they've had their sure. hangups about it, and so like you know this is this is a pretty big step for them so like you know i i gotta give them a good pat on the shoulder for it uh sure so i feel like in uh in three houses that kind of romantic aspect of it it well it's definitely not as prevalent as the the 3ds games um no but, uh, yeah uh, it, it's kind of like at the end of the game you, you figure out who everybody kind of pairs off with but oh yeah I mean, you 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 still have the aspect of like pairing people up, but it's not so much about that. Although it's very yeah. much an aspect of the game, which like sure. you know is is great and something that I I hope stays in like Fire Emblem games forever. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because uh, you're able to pair people off, and, and I like that. Um, <laughs> Create your own ships. Yeah, uh, but also like, um, I mean. At the core, this game is about war, and and oh, yeah. and fighting, and you you lose people and people die. Um, mm. I did something. This was the first time I played it on classic mode. So oh. I did. I I decided. You know what? I'm gonna play it on classic mode, and I'm gonna play it on hard. <laughs> classic mode, fine with. You know, like people die. I, I was like, and it sucked. I, I wasn't a fan of that, but like I was mm. able to mostly keep most of my people alive. I reached a point where the game got too hard, so I had to turn the difficulty. It's a down. tough game. It, it's a tough game. If you play it on hard, it, it gets hard. Um, especially mm-hmm. there's like the pivotal moment right before the time skip, because uh, I was playing the Black Eagles route. Um, mm-hmm. That battle was impossible until I turned it down. There was like no way that I was gonna win. Uh, um, what I really like about the Black Eagles route too, um, is there's two ways to go about it. So you can either, uh, there's two sides and you, in depending on where you go, you side with one person over the other and it starts, um, a different sort of chain, uh, depending on what you do. And so I saved the quote unquote fourth route for last, um, Mm. where you don't side with the black Eagles. You go with, uh, the other people 
Um, mm-hmm. And the church. yeah, you go with the, you go with the church, and uh, yeah, I mean that was an interesting tor- story too. I mean, because it definitely goes like in a different a different uh, <laughs> uh, aspect, uh, which is I don't think I've done that route yet. That's the one route I haven't done. I I would that's a, that's another situation where it's like if you want more. I I would recommend it. Like, why not? Like, because it's yeah. Why the hell not? Yeah. yeah. Um. Because essentially, you keep all your characters that you recruit for the most part, aside from you know, like uh, Edelgard and uh, her Hubert, her main man Hubert. Um. But everyone else pretty much like sides with you for the most part, and it's it's good. It's it's another like it's an interesting take on that that route, which I mm-hmm. I definitely liked. Um, the thing, so I went, what was the order that you went? So you played, you played golden deer. What did you do after I did golden deer? And then after I'd played through, I started looking some stuff up online. I was like, Oh yeah, I gotta do this. Yeah. I gotta do the black Eagles. So the black Eagles. And then I finished up with, uh, uh, blue lions, ashen, uh, wolves combo. You get the uh, you download the DLC. You play that half campaign. Yeah. That was pretty freaking hard. Yeah. And then uh, you unlock those characters to be able to recruit. So I recruited some of my faves from from that group. Nice. Uh, Constance and Happy mainly. Very um, very very cool. Um, yeah. And what's great about that is that like you can play that separate. You basically mm-hmm. can like load the DLC off of like one of your save files. And take like characters from that and like do it from the level that you're at essentially. So you're not just mm-hmm. going in completely blind. Um, yeah. And it's I highly rec- like the the Ash and Wolves and doing that like is is some really great DLC that you can add. Yeah. Uh, it's a fun story and it's tough battles. The battles are freaking tough. A lot of monsters, yeah. but it's yeah. it's it's definitely worth it. Um highly recommend so i i did black eagles first and then i needed a little bit of a palate cleanser because i i uh hubert died in my route on the very last battle uh because i kept it in classic mode and i was like huh do i want to go with blue lions knowing that uh dimitri kind of becomes a brooding mess uh, <laughs> he does. Do I want to go with the slightly more lighthearted route of the Golden Deer? And so I was like, let me do the Golden Deer first before I do the Blue Lions. Totally um, fair. And definitely the right choice. Um, but I had I had fun with all of them. I think like this is another situation where they took the lessons that they learned from previous Fire Emblem games and really mm-hmm. just knocked it out of the park. Um, 100%. Story's incredible. Um, the combat's incredible. Uh, I love all the classes. I love the tactical RPG aspect of it. Uh, I think the maps are great. Um, there's a lot of like side quests and extra maps that you can do as well. Um, mm-hmm. Just, I think of all of them, the replayability is just this one's chef's kiss. And they, they, <laughs> yeah. they corrected the mistake of splitting it in just different versions. They were like, no, it's all here. Just, just play the, just play this game. Like, just go ahead and do it. Uh, you don't <laughs> need to buy multiple copies. Um, 
which is which is nice. I do appreciate that. Um, Tyler, yes. Who were your who were your go to pairings for for your Byleth? Ah, uh, another fun question. Um, I guess I'll, I'll go through all my houses. Um, so Golden Deer, uh, pr- pretty in common theme with Tharja. I had to go with with the Goth the Goth Queen Lysithia. Uh, for for the golden deer, uh, for uh, black eagles had to go with, um, oh shoot, what was her name? Purple hair. Um, oh, um, I'm trying to remember. How can I from uh from the foreign country? Oh, uh, I know exactly because I was thinking about going with her. Mm-hmm. Um. But I ended up not. Uh, it's not. It's not Bernadetta. No. It's in the black. The black eagles. I'm. I'm looking her up right now. Uh, it is. Where? Wow. Geez. Sorry, wife. Uh, <laughs> I Pet- forgot your Petra. name. Petra. 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 How can I forget Petra? It's the same name as a brand of fish food. <laughs> Petra, and uh, for blue. Uh, Blue Lion had to go with the sweetest character in the whole game, Mercedes. Oh, classic. Classic. Yeah. Classic. Um, as far as uh, my route, I went uh, Edelgard, of course, okay. Black Eagles. You know, I had to do it to them. Um, <laughs> Power couple. For uh, Golden Deer... I'm trying to remember who I'm looking up the characters now. So, um, I think I went with, uh, I think I went with Hilda. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I went, Fair. I went with, Fair. I went with Hilda on that, that route. Um, and then for the, uh, I want to say for the blue lions, I believe I went with, uh, I almost said Dimitri, but that's not that's not true at all. Um, <laughs> I think I went with Ingrid. All right, I'm pretty sure that's who I went with, or maybe I went with Marianne from a from a different house. I honestly can't remember remember that run. Uh, <laughs> totally fair to to be honest. Um, and then for the fourth route, I went with of course uh, the teacher. Um, what is her name? <laughs> Manuela. Yeah, Manuela. Uh, <laughs> you, you know I had to do it to him. Uh, definitely, um, definitely worth it. Uh, no That's regrets. Great. No regrets. But, um, damn, just I. I think like this. This game checks so many many boxes for me in mm-hmm. terms of like what I love so much about like tactical RPGs and like the, the customization that those can bring. Yeah. I feel like we, we've hardly even talked about the battle part. We talked a lot about wives, (laughs) a lot about (laughs) the story and writing, which is totally fair. Yeah. Uh, But, but the battling it, that's really the draw of it. Right. Yeah. I mean, Um, at at, at its core, like that's what fire emblem is. Like it's, it's a tactical RPG. You know, you have the grid system, uh, you know, you have, the triangle system uh it's back in action in basically all these mm-hmm. games 
um, you know, like certain weapons do better than other weapons. Uh, and you know, it's, it's, there is a, a really like, so that polygon video that you mentioned, uh, mm-hmm. by Brian Dave, David Gilbert, uh, yeah, he, he the way so that he funny. describes it is this is like fire emblem. He says, what if chess made you horny, um, <laughs> Yeah. is essentially like that's essentially what fire emblem is at, at its core because you're moving these uh people across mm-hmm. the board towards the enemies and like there's you can use the map to like cover um there's like a real dense like strategic element to you to it and then oh yeah you can also there's a learning curve yeah um there's a learning curve in like how you um you know build your char- characters up too so it's like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you see like, well, what, depending on like what you want them to like master class into, which yeah. uh, is essentially like, so each character, like this is another thing we didn't even touch on was classes. Um, yeah. This, this is really the game changer in, in three houses. Yeah. Cause in the earlier ones, it's like, oh, I rolled up on an archer who decided to join my crew. Uh, with this one, everybody kind of starts out with the basic class, but you get to shape and mold them and improve them on, you know, what you want them to become, be it a mage or a wyvern rider or, you know, a giant axe-wielding fortress knight. Yeah. You know, you you get to build your team, which is such an enjoyable aspect of this. Oh, yeah. Even more so than, like, that's I think that's what really makes this game great is, like, even some of the earlier modern fire emblem ones where like, yeah, there's some of that there, but like you pretty much know what the character like is going to class into. Um, Mm -hmm. But this one, it's like, well, you can see like what each character is like, what they're good at, Mm -hmm. but you're able to sort of train them uh, to, you know, uh, make a big burly guy yeah. be a dancer if you want exactly to, you know? exactly <laughs> um you i mean and it can work out sometimes and that's the thing oh yeah that's the thing too is like there are some like uh abilities and stuff that you like uh basically teach to the students where it's like yeah they might be really shitty at it first but if you keep going at it they'll get really good at that like aspect like Maybe they're not mm-hmm. typically a magic user, but if you keep sort of putting your like uh, study their studies towards that, like they can become actually a really great magic user and just become like a real mm-hmm. a real powerhouse. So, right, like, um, and I think it started in Fire Emblem Awakening, but it's very much back. Um, I want to say you can you can battle people online. Really? Yeah. You know, I think I'd be too afraid to get my ass kicked, so I probably haven't even looked into it, but that's awesome. Yeah, and I that's the one aspect, and this is what people people love doing it. I did it a little more on the 3DS games. Uh, I didn't do it as much, if at all, with Three Houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because, like, I'm kind of in the same boat, Tyler. Like, I'm afraid that, like, my, my ass is going to get kicked by, like, <laughs> just some people who are, like, really ate up about fire emblem uh which is fine it's just like um i don't i I don't know if i'm ready for that (laughs) yeah i hear you um speaking of which like this game has sold uh 
1.87 million copies worldwide, making it the best Fire Emblem game of all wow. selling of all time. Uh, it is one of the highest rating rated uh, Fire Emblem games of all time, uh, getting near perfect, if not perfect, scores from the critics. Uh, people love this one. Uh, yeah, and, and most importantly, it got a ratty for video game of the year. Yes, so that's that sets it apart from everything. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> that's the, that's the most honestly. Uh, if you don't know about the raddies, then I don't know what to tell you because. You're missing out. <laughs> You're missing out, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much Fire Emblem for the most part, at least the modern ones in a, yeah. in a nutshell. Like Tyler, do you do you feel like we missed any? Was there anything that we missed? No, you know, there's one thing that I do want to say about Fire Emblem in, in general. We, could, we did spend a lot of time, you know, talking about our wives and you know how hot everyone <laughs> is in this game. Um. <laughs> There, there's a lot of people who would who would who would hear that and be like, okay, this game is not for me. Yeah, and that's fine. If if at your heart you're like this game's not for you, okay. But if your biggest argument against this game is oh titty anime game, that's stupid. You know, I'm I'm sure the same people who are saying that watch Big Mouth or watch Family Guy. You know, they watch yeah. adult animation yeah. or they watch anime. You know, so if that's your argument, grow up. It's it's so much better than just that. And um, I I was proven wrong. I was like I said, I, I saw the game. I was like, anime Hogwarts. No, it is so 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 good. Uh, In, incredible. Uh, I would uh, echo that sentiment and say like, if none of the dating sim, you know, aspects of it like is your jam, that's fine. You can say mm-hmm. you can say, "Fuck it, I, I don't I don't care about that." What I care about is building some crazy uh, characters that can fight hard, and I care about the strategy. Like, yeah, at its core, kill each other in battle. Yeah, like that at its core, like that's what Fire Emblem is. Um, mm-hmm. Especially like if you go revisit like uh, uh, Sacred Stones, which was the Game Boy Advance one, like uh, mm-hmm. in some of the earlier ones, like it's definitely yeah, like their story because their story in pretty much all of them, but. At its core, like it's it's a tactical RPG where you mm-hmm. pair people up and see if the sword is better than the axe, and you find out if it is or if it's not, and the character either lives or dies, and you keep going on. Like it's yeah, like, you don't have to do any of the the dating sim. Um, although I will say there is an added benefit, so like yeah. you growing your supports gives you better like stat boosts and like help with characters on the map so like there's an incentive to do that stuff it's not you're not just doing it just because you want to pair people up although like (laughs) i I find that fun like there's 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 a legit incentive and it helps your characters like you know either boost their attack or like they're able to uh you know maybe do more moves or do moves with characters and like so like there's there's reasoning behind doing that stuff and it's not just like right. shipping people off. Um so like yeah, but if that's not your thing, don't worry. Just uh I I still recommend giving at least one of them a shot. Uh if not yeah. Fire Emblem Awakening, definitely check out like three for houses, sure yeah. check out Three Houses. I think Three Houses is an incredible starting point. Um 100%. Like it was mine. I can't recommend it enough. And, they, I, and now here I am talking on on the new Nintendo Podcast XL about the, it. So the one and only, uh, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. 
I just I love Fire Emblem. I love these characters. There's a bunch of them. Um, yeah, it's. I want a show. Give me a Fire Emblem Three Houses show. Like I would watch it. I'd eat that up. That's another thing too. Is this game also has, and it's not the first one necessarily, but it has anime cutscenes which are beautiful. Um, oh, so good. And like, just the art in this game is incredible. Um, oh, there's there's one other thing. I I keep thinking of things to talk about. Uh, <laughs> that so there's one thing that they did bring up in this game and it's like uh and maybe it's in it, other fire emblem games although i'm i don't remember to be honest but it's uh when you get into battles with like really big monsters and uh you have uh like they have like they cover bigger parts of the map and so like mm-hmm. there's uh you can like break essentially certain parts not break, but like they have like these shields up or whatever. Oh yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. And you have to essentially like kind of attack like one specific part a couple times, and then you also have soldiers attached to your characters. Like you, oh yeah, battalions. Yeah, so you you can attach these battalions to your characters, and you can use them to attack. Uh, instead of doing your normal attack, you use this like battalion attack, and they can attack either the monster or like other characters on the map. Um. So, like, there's incentive to add battalions, and the game explains it better than I could on, like, how you can use them and, and what you would use them for and all that stuff. But, like, God, man. <laughs> there's a lot to it. Yeah. There's there's a yeah. Can't, Fire Emblem, so good. Fire Emblem Three Houses uh, is incredible. Play it right away, please. Uh, yes. I promise, like, it is wildly worth your time. Um or at the very at the very least, watch somebody play it. Yeah. And maybe see maybe see if uh, if that'll pull you in. I don't know. I just I love this. This this takes a lot of boxes for me, <laughs> and I just for sure one hundred percent. Tyler. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on hey, to. Th- thank you. The pleasure is always mine. Yes. I, I bring me on. I will talk about any video game. I love this podcast. I last episode with Mal Hades, such a good episode. Oh, thank you. It's a great season. Season three, you've been you've been freaking. I mean, come on, Mario Kart sixty four. Like, we, this is yeah, a good season we, to be listening to this podcast. We're, we're back pretty much in full force, and we're not we're not stopping. We got uh, uh, it's going to be a little lighter next month, but we do have a couple episodes in the pipeline as well as I have some some other stuff planned, uh, and I'm trying to, you know keep on planning more stuff and exciting i don't know i that i'll leave it at that but tyler if people wanted to find you where could they sure. find you or how could oh, they gosh. find you <laughs> they'd, have, they'd have to look pretty hard uh <laughs> no no you don't um uh you can find me on on twitter at tyler from radish uh that's my podcast that that i'm also on radish uh, also on the indiesaurus network if you haven't listened to that check it out um, you can find that at uh, Radish Pod on Twitter as well, um, and and the network. I, I I'm I'm one of the kind of the network heads for Indiesaurus. So so uh, um, a lot of great podcasts. We just had a new podcast join called the Cellar Dwellers. Uh, they they watch and review some like hardcore horror movies, and they actually just posted an interview with uh, one of the guys from uh, the Videodrome Video Store in Atlanta. That's like an old school. Um, video store out there cool stuff a lot of great shows obviously including this one so uh, i I check it out at indiesaurus.com definitely 
check that show out. It's incredible. All the shows on uh, Indie Source are incredible. Uh, Radish, we got into it. I was on there. I talked about vinyl records. Uh, all the other episodes are, are incredible too, but I just wanted to mention the fact that I was also on that show. Uh, <laughs> so that was a good episode. Uh, it was a good episode. And I was on a recent episode of Radish. Uh, oh, yes, you were. Which uh, we uh, talked about E3 as well as I talked about Monster Hunter Rise, which is sort of my, my current obsession right now. Uh, Such a good game. Which is incredible to me. Um, another Another series which hasn't quite broken through to the u.s as as big as fire emblem has but like maybe, maybe it's getting there it's it, this game might do it yeah the modern hunter monster hunter rise big game yeah. for Mon- monster hunter world kind of did that too but i don't i don't know uh but i i digress if you want <laughs> to find me you can find me on twitter at br in hoff that's where all my uh creative stuff is for the most part uh i want to pitch something real quick i am doing another request episode for my radio show for rip it up radio called jarring transitions which will be airing next month if you want to hear a snippet or maybe the whole song uh feel free to go on my twitter and uh request as much or as little or whatever it's your it's your life you do whatever you want um but that that's my pitch for that also make i made some requests i actually went on and made some requests i'm excited i'm excited because i posted that yesterday and i saw a few and now i'm gonna see if there's more (laughs) so we'll see um i also do make music as cave point uh i don't have anything in the pipeline right now because i i just don't uh but if you want to check out my (laughs) uh if you want to check out my past stuff it's all at cavepoint.bandcamp.com if you want to follow the network go to indiesource.com or go to our Twitter at indiesaurusnet. That's yeah. indiesaurusnet. Or if you want to chat with people like me, although I don't know why, uh, <laughs> but people like me and Tyler and Will and Mal and all of our crazy gang, you can go to, I want to say it's uh, indiesource.com slash Discord to get to the Discord. That's that it. That's it. Yeah, so join our Discord. Uh, join our One Piece book club. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Yes, we're coming up on. Uh, we're we're, re- we're reading Dressrosa. Yeah, we're in the new world. We're we're getting there. We're, we're chugging along. Yeah, we're almost caught up. Uh, except for both Will and Mal are caught up, and me and Tyler yeah. are are chugging along. But we're <laughs> we're getting there. Um, and I I I think Will has taught has expressed that he wants to maybe start over again. Uh, yeah. which I certainly would be okay uh, especially if we're getting new people but yeah it, i might watch along yeah it's uh with that one it's a it's a real good time i mean regardless the discord is is fun uh everybody yeah. who's on the network is there in some fashion um mm-hmm. and yeah and that'll about do it for us uh until next time uh i've been brandon hoff uh and and i've been tyler <laughs> <laughs> And, um, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of a, of a, oh, I got it. I got it. You ready for this? You ready for this? Yes. Pick a God and pray. <laughs> yes. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye.